Hey y'all, welcome to Boogie Nights. This is your host, Alexis Chainsaw Massacre. I am posted up on my bed. This is my normal podcast recording studio. I got both my cats involved. It's fucking dope. And side note, my farts are rank. Welcome to this episode. This is the booze and brews episode. And yes, I am drinking. You could probably tell. We went bowling earlier. We went to the Winking Lizard. I'm trying to um, drink 100 beers this year there so I can get this fucking sweet ass jacket. And which I've already drank easily 100 beers this year, but I want this fucking jacket because I have all kinds of flair I want to add to it. I want to make it the gaudiest fucking jacket you've ever seen. So I do have to apologize. I know it's been a while since I've talked with you guys. Truthfully, I have not watched a ton of horror lately. I know. I I know. You're like, fuck you. Get off this podcast. Easier said than done. I got a lot of shit to talk. But lately, I have actually been really into stand-up comedy. I have actually, a year ago, (coughs) excuse me, we went to see Tom Green at Hilarities in downtown Cleveland. That was in May of last year, and it was fucking awesome. But since then... Um, I have filled out two win tickets cards, and I've won two. I've won eight sets of tickets since then. We went on Valentine's Day, Arlo and I. We went to see Deborah G- D. Ah, oh, fuck. Deborah De Giovanni, I think her name was. And then we're gonna go see some other dude on Wednesday. So I'm super stoked about that. And then going to see Kyle Kinane. Um couple weeks or actually a little over a week from now so that's what i've been really into stand-up comedy recently so i haven't watched a ton of horror so i'm just kind of talking today about what i have been watching um just so you guys know us is coming out in two weeks and I am just pissing my pants in excitement. I can't wait. I was gonna, I was gonna get pre-order tickets, but I decided not to because I don't want to be bound to a time. And it's a good thing too because I just got an email from my work saying that I get discount movie tickets from them now. So I'm like, fuck yeah, it pays to have a job. So that's fucking dope. I'm excited. Oh, excuse me, if I'm taking breaks, it's because I'm continuing to drink. Because I'm not really ready to accept that tomorrow's work again. So just just bear with me through all this. But it's it's been it's been a long time. I know. I was I was thinking about it today. I said, wow, the house that Jack built was the last thing I watched, and that was a long ass time ago. And to tell you the truth, I haven't watched much since then. Um the the thing that I watched last weekend that was pretty cool that Arlo and I watched, I think it was just called The Nightmare. It was on Netflix, and it was basically these retellings of people's sleep paralysis experiences. Oddly enough, they're all like, they all have this shadow man that comes and visits them, and it was fucking creepy. Ironically, I fell asleep, which I have a talent of doing that. I, it doesn't, when I fall asleep, it has no reflection on the content I'm just fucking cozy and tired. So I did fall asleep towards the very end of that. But it was... I almost shut it off. Almost. Because it was a... uh, One of those situations where they did a dramatic retelling. 
And normally that really irritates me. That's why I don't watch ghost shows. Because it's like, oh, I was haunted by this, this ghost and here's what happened. And then there's this fucking shitty actress that comes on and she's taking a shit and then the ghost comes up and she does the worst faces. I'm like, oh, fuck this bullshit. I don't like that. So, I almost shut this documentary thing off. I don't know that it was really a documentary. It kind of seemed like it was. But it did, um, I think it was eight different people's retellings of their sleep paralysis experiences. And what they all had in common was that this shadow man was what they had seen. Which, that's fucking crazy. Because I, too, have sleep paralysis, but to a much lesser degree. What I go through is I... Um, hallucinate that a spider is there, and I'm terrified of spiders, so I always wake up, Arlo, be like, babe, duck, there's a spider coming, it's hairy, and it's about to jump on your fucking nostrils, and he wakes up, and he says, uh, what? There's nothing here. Oh, well, I'm tripping, but it feels so real to me, and at first, when I, when he says that it's not there, I'm almost insulted that... He's questioning my sanity, but really, I'm not sane. I've, I've come to realize that, that I, I am dreaming that. And uh, last weekend, it's not always visual. Sometimes it's uh, auditory, too. Last weekend, I was laying in bed, and I heard a door creaking. Like somebody was breaking into the house, and I was terrified. But I knew it, the only reason I knew it wasn't real was because my dogs would flip shit if somebody was coming to the house. So I knew, so that I would wake up, but, and I've never noticed myself not being able to move, per se. It's more that I just see something, and I can't say anything. I'm, my voice is paralyzed, and that's what I notice more than anything else. It's fucking nuts. And I, I think I've told you guys this in the past, I have nutso dreams. Always have, very vivid um, I, I have never stopped dreaming and that's why I think that's part of the reason why I love the horror genre so much is because anything that mimics my dreams, I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. And I think that's a lot of the reason why I love Mandy so much because it had very dreamlike qualities and very trippy experiences. So I'm like, Oh yes, yes. They got it right. Nothing, oh my god, nobody wants to get inside your fucking head, dude. If a therapist sat me down, I was like, what do you dream about? I'm like, oh, which day? Because my dreams, sometimes they have a theme, um, sometimes they don't. But I have, um, actually every Sunday, I mean, I have stressful work-related dreams. That's, I, there's no rhyme or reason to that, I have a mystery, I, I know what that is all about, but... When I was a kid, I had horrific vampire dreams, and that was how I got into horror. I don't know if I ever told you guys that, but oh, don't mind my fucking barking dogs. Um, but that's how I got into horror because I was I dreamt about vampires so much, and it was terrifying to me. And actually, uh, my sister and I were talking about it today. I had vampire dreams so bad that I asked my mom. I said. Can you take me to the doctor so they can get these dreams out of my head? And she just said, yeah, you know, it, do it doesn't really work that way. I'm like, oh, fuck. As an eight-year-old. But I distinctly remember one summer our air conditioning went out. I know, first world problems. But our air conditioning went out. Hold on. Ugh. 
Oh, excuse me. I know that was fucking juicy and delicious. Uh, one one summer, our air conditioning went out, and it was an insanely hot summer, and my dreams only got worse. It was like fever dreams. But the way I beat the vampires was in one of two lucid dreams that I've had. I uh, I was conquering this vampire that was... He looked like Marilyn Manson, but with dreads. It was real weird. And the way, the way, the dumbest way possible, of course. But the the way that I conquered this vampire, I swung his dreadlocks away from him to distract him. And then I squirted toothpaste in his eyes. Yeah, inventive, I know. I don't know why the fuck I did that, or but it was a lucid dream. And ever since then, I had conquered vampires, and I... I still do occasionally have a vampire dream, but it's it's not near. But that when I was a kid, it was I was probably in third grade, and almost every night I had a horrific vampire dream, and I was terrified. So I think that's a big part of why I like horror today. Cause I'm like, well, I can conquer my dreams. So let's fucking watch some movies, and I'm not gonna be a pussy about it. But I am still a pussy very much. Those of you that know me know that I am a giant pussy. And you know what? You just call yourself out on that shit. Fuck it. I'm drinking to that right now. So anyway, so that was a good, I I guess, documentary to watch. I believe it was called The Nightmare. It's on Netflix for all you Netflix and chillers. Pretty good stuff. Very interesting. It made me realize that I don't have it all that bad. Which... Jesus Christ, it can get pretty bad. And actually, I have, um, I bought a book, on a few months back, I think it was when Rachel and I went to, uh, we went to Camp Crystal Lake in New Jersey, and we were staying in Scranton, which, by the way, I've been watching a lot of Office lately, <laughs> and poor Richards is pretty accurately portrayed, the only thing is that they don't tell you is that it's inside of a fucking bowling alley, so when you try to find it on the maps, you're looking for a sign blatantly that says poor Richards pub, um, you ain't gonna find it, it's inside that bowling alley, but it looks exactly the same, but I think after we went to that poor Richards, we went to, um, a five and below over there, and I got two fucking rad books, the one was, um, Dreams and a Thousand Interpretations, and then the other one was Conspiracy Theories, which, oh my god, by the way, Alex Jones is too much for me, he, um, I listen to Joe Rogan quite a bit, and I guess they're friends, oddly enough, and <laughs> he had had Alex Jones on after, I don't know, they had some reconciliation, Alex Jones is way too much, I'm sorry, he could be telling the the truth, I don't know, it's not about that, but he says things so, he talks in such rapid, pressured speech, that it it just... Just the way he delivers what he's saying, it sounds like bullshit. I might have just sharded myself. I don't know. I'm dealing with kind of a crisis here, but I'm going to keep powering through this shit. I think it was a shard that came back inside, honestly. I, I know you, you guys aren't waiting at bated breath like, Oh, did she shard herself? Is she going to stop this podcast and change her pants? No. I'm going to sit right here and fucking talk to y'all. 
And if I sharded myself, then so be it. I'm gonna drink to that again. That's why this is the booze and brews episode. So yeah, I would watch The Nightmare. It, it was cool. It was from a few years back. Everything I'm talking to you guys about today isn't brand new. It... It's just stuff that is new to me. So if I'm boring all of you, then go listen to an episode where they jack off with Jurgens. Something, something a little different, I guess. I don't know. Um, time change today. That threw me off. I guess uh, all y'all Arizonians don't do that. Okay, whatever. Uh, it's I hate the spring forward uh, time change. But anyway... Unrelated. Oh, the other thing I watched today, and actually, this is embarrassing, but I have to actually turn on my TV to look up what it was. Um, because my buddy Cam recommended it to me. And I so I gave it a watch. I was gonna watch a Star is Born. Cause I'm I'm a fucking fag. Sorry, all you gay people. I use fag as a term of whatever. But um I watched this movie today because initially I was watching A Star Was Born. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to have time to watch this. And on uh, TTV, the streaming service for the um, Fire Stick that I had downloaded, the pause function is pretty selective in whether it'll work or not. So I just decided, you know, I'll, I'll give something a watch on Netflix that... Because I can pause it, and if I don't have time... Oh, I had full time. I had d damn well, you know, I had time. Oh, fuck. So, I'm looking through uh, Netflix now. TV shows? No. Movies? Yes. I had tried to watch uh, Greta yesterday, but they don't have any streams for it yet, so I might just have to go to the theater. Oh, Jesus. Abducted in plain sight. Who has seen that? God damn it, Jesus motherfucking Christ. If you don't watch that and feel infuriated, then I don't think you have any emotions in you. I really don't. That was fucked. Oh, here was the movie I watched. As Above, So Below. Okay. So, the thing that I really want to point out about that is the description on Netflix Mind you, I think they've changed it since then, but um, the what, what Netflix used to have for Pulp Fiction was a burger-loving hitman and his friend. Okay, burgers are talked about in one scene in Pulp Fiction in that fucking two-and-a-half-hour movie. I found that to be fucking hilarious. Um, and this, this uh, Netflix movie had another... Similar fucking description. Hang on a second, guys. Oh, I think it was called As Above, So Below or some shit. As. Oh, yep. As Above, So Below. Okay. So, here, here's the description. Get ready for this. A beautiful Tomb Raider and her crew hunt for treasure in the catacombs of Paris... And find themselves in a hellish underworld. A beautiful fucking Tomb Raider. Isn't that what Tomb Raider is? Isn't that why they had Angelina Jolie do it? I don't personally think that she's that beautiful. But, others would argue. 
I just, like, Netflix, I would love to have that job where you just write the movie descriptions because whoever's doing now is fucking drunk, much like I am, so. But, it's from 2014. Here, I was thinking it was this new movie. Um, it is not. But Cam told me to watch it. It was actually pretty interesting, but one thing I will tell you that really sticks in my mind with this movie is that white, overambitious, stupid bitches, they really get the best of themselves. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Woo. That one had some foam with it. You know, I wish I was like your mom's house, that podcast. If you guys, I guess this is a free advertisement right now. But if you if you guys don't listen to it, then you should. It's a lot of fun. It's um, Tom Segura and his wife, Christina P. And they just dick around, honestly. And it, it provides a lot of entertainment to my life. But as above, so below. It's about um this chick. She has multiple degrees. She's a, I don't know, kind of a female Indiana Jones type. Uh, and she's trying to find this stone that provides eternal life. And oddly enough, the guy's name is Nicholas Flamel, which I was like, do all y'all rip off of Harry Potter? Because that was the dude's name, the Sorcerer's Stone. So, I noticed that to be weird. But, so, and pretty much like her, her camera dude, and there's this other dude that she's friends with, and that he said, he's like, I'm not doing this with you, you fucking got me arrested in Turkey. Which I would have loved to have known what it was for. Because this bitch, I mean, she was pretty, but is her pussy that extravagant that this dude would go into the underworld with her? I'm sorry, name me one pussy that is that extravagant. I have a hard time believing. I'm sorry, I know my pussy's adequate, it's okay. But it's not, I'm not, I'm not going to take you to the underworld with me. I don't, I don't have that kind of fucking faith. Fuck that, no. So, that's what I'm wondering. Like, how is this bitch so awesome that she's getting this dude to follow her blindly through the country to do all these fucking stupid expeditions? Even the opening scene of the movie, this isn't ruining anything. She was in Iran with a fucking, uh, what's it called? Not a turban on her head. She has a scarf. I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody of the Islam faith. I don't know what it's called. I, I forget. But she had she had a head headscarf on because that's what is expected in those countries. And she's in this dude's house that just has a random tunnel. She's like, I'm going to find this thing. And the whole time he's like, no, no, they're going to find you. You hear the sirens? They're, they're coming after you. It's Iran. They're going to fucking... They're gonna fucking kill you. She's like, it's fine, it's fine. You like me, right? Because I have pretty eyelashes. Fuck this bitch. She puts people through so much jeopardy throughout this movie because of her curiosity. No, bitch, you curious? You find your own shit. You don't want to involve all these fucking people. That's fucking selfish. But the but the premise of the movie is that she, um, she... Her father, I guess, was in a similar position as she was, some kind of archaeologist, and he hung himself from going crazy from finding this shit, I guess, is what they alluded to in the movie. So she's trying to carry on his work, and she's trying to find this stone of eternal life, but you have to go almost 
well, I guess essentially the hell to get it. Which somehow she pulls out this fucking national treasure map. She's like, I think if we all fought the Declaration of Independence three times and then we smoke a joint. No, it's not quite like that, but it's something pretty far-fetched where there, she's like, I think I found this fucking secret tunnel in the catacombs of Paris, which looks dope, by the way. I actually never thought that I wanted to go to France, but now I'm thinking, yeah, I would go down those fucking catacombs. Fuck the Eiffel Tower. I want to be where the dead people are. But, so she gets her little crew, and uh, she she goes to the catacombs on just a regular tour. It kind of goes off-road a little bit, and the tour guy calls her out. I was like, bitch, get back here. But in the process, somebody tells her, I'll find so-and-so in this French club. He'll get you down there. So she did. She found this dude, and it was one of those what's-in-it-for-me type of situations. And she tells him, oh, well, there's treasure down there. I don't give a fuck about that. I just want the truth. So the whole movie is this quest of them going down through these catacombs. And it was it was pretty good. I liked it. But the whole time, I'm just mad at this bitch. I'm like, you're putting all these people in jeopardy because you're overambitious. Granted, they do say that um, women seldom make history when they're behaved. Which is true. But it's like she batted her eyelashes and the one dude that was in her crew, he had, it had been mentioned that he had lost a brother in a cave from a drowning, which is really fucking random. <laughs> oh, I have, I have a PTSD of caves. How often are any of us down in caves that you have that type of experience anyway? And the whole time he's like, I don't want to be down here. I'm not down here for you. I'm like, clearly you are down here for her. She batted her fucking eyelashes at you. I wish I had that kind of power. No, I don't. Because I wouldn't use it to my good. I'd be like, get me a beer. Bat, bat, bat. Give me a cheeseburger. Bat, bat, bat. Oh, okay. But that's, how, but that's how this movie was. Like, this bitch just gets her fucking way. And... I don't know, she's nice about it, I guess, but she puts everybody in fucking danger, and and it's a, it's a mockumentary-type film style. I liked it. I I had I didn't even hear about it until a camp told me, and I said, yeah, fuck it, I, I need something to watch. Because um, I was trying to watch Greta, and that fell through. Yeah, I guess it was my second choice, whatever. It's fine. There, oh, God. You guys, there is so much good horror coming out this year. I'm just, like, pissing my pants. So I will definitely be covering that. Next weekend, I'm really hoping. Even though, I don't know if any of you guys listen to my uh, Podbean podcast, but I did do a Leprechaun episode. I'm going to do another because, oh, my God. I was hoping to have a guest for that, but I haven't heard from her yet. So that's that's still on standby. But the Leprechaun, I haven't watched uh, Curse of the Leprechaun yet, which came out in 2014, I do believe. But I, I'd be interested. Oh, War, I think is I think the dude's name is Warwick Davies. He's an amazing Leprechaun. I, I'm so glad that he has done what he's done and that he's been. I'm sure. I'm not a small person. I mean, I'm a shorter person, but I am not legally deemed a dwarf or what, whatever the proper term it is now to say. But I'm sure if you're trying to make it as an actor, but you are getting 
offer dwarf roles. That's probably pretty fucking insulting. But I feel like this dude just embraced it. And he's in some awesome fucking movies. So if you haven't already, please go ahead and treat yourself and watch the Leprechaun series. My personal favorites are In the Hood and Back to the Hood. Duh. So, have your, have your guys a Merry St. Patrick's Day and watch those movies. We got Us coming up. Next month is Pet Cemetery, which I... You know what? The original Pet Cemetery is one of my favorites. Is it a good movie? No. But it's awesome. But I'm I'm super stoked that John Lithgow is going to be in it. He's not trying to recreate Pet Cemetery guy, which I like. Cuz Pet Cemetery guy, I don't know if you all have voices in your head, but I do with a it it's really like Pet Cemetery guy, Nicolas Cage and Arnold Schwarzenegger for me that kind of bounce back and forth in my head. Uh Arnold more so when I'm dieting. Put the cookie down. And Nicolas Cage and Pet Cemetery. Nicolas Cage is more widespread. He's always in my head. But um uh Pet Cemetery guy is more specific too, like don't go down that road. When I'm when I'm trying to figure out a path to take and I clearly shouldn't go down that road. But I, I'm I I'm hoping that that's gonna be a good remake. A lot of it is weighing heavily on John Lithgow. But I'm excited for it. I just hope that they don't take a super jump scare approach to it. And actually today me and my sister were talking about it chapter two. That's coming out towards the end of the year. God damn, I'm hoping it's good. What I hoped didn't come true, I was hoping that since Seth Green was one of the kids, that he would be one of the adults, which would be so poetic, but it's not happening. So, you just make do with what you have. I think Bill Hader's involved. But, anyway, um, that's about all I really have to talk- Oh, you know what? I was talking about The Nightmare earlier, and I was talking about that book that I had. That book that I have is Berserk. It, it has so much fucking bullshit in there. You open just like, it's almost um, organized like a dictionary. And you open and you say, okay, oh, it says bees. What does it mean when I dream bees? It's so, oh, I wish I brought it up here with me. Because it's some of the most fucking bullshit that I've ever seen. It's like, if you have bees, it means that you're about to start your menstrual cycle. Or some bullshit like that. Like, no, 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 no. So this book that I got is bullshit, but it's fun to read. Got it five and below. And I was going to read, actually last weekend I was going to do a podcast on the dreaming, but it, it didn't happen. Uh, I got a little too fucked up and I was, just was bottom of the couch. Um, but <laughs> flipping through this book. Oh, what does it mean when you dream about printer paper? Oh my god. Like, it's too specific to the point where it's suspicious. I don't know. I don't like it. I, I do. I like it. I It's just not legitimate at all. So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna... Actually, after I get off the phone with y'all, I'm probably gonna uh, go read it just to see what else I can conjure up. Because my dreams have always been a mystery, but uh, I, <laughs> I don't wait. Like that to be like, what does it mean? I've never cared. I've uh, 
had a pretty fucked up sleep history. I have slept walk profusely. Anything that you could do in your sleep, name it, I've done it. Um, actually, my roommate Kelsey, when I was in uh, college, we had bunk beds and I slept on the top bunk. And, and don't fucking ask me how I had the ab strength to do this, but apparently like, I would just like drape down to her bed and be just looking at her. And then I'd actually, as the movie Paranormal Activity came out, I was um, approaching her bedside with a blanket around my head and I would just sit there and hover. I would have fucking stabbed me. That shit is ridiculous. A couple apartments ago, I've woken up. I woke up on all fours on my couch. And then when I woke up, my first thought was, is Taco Bell open? I kind of want some breakfast. I don't know how related that is. And the other time, I had my hand on my front door. Where the fuck I was trying to go, I don't know. But, and I... I don't know how resolved it is because my fiance, he sleeps like a fucking bear. He sleeps so heavily that he would never catch me sleepwalking. So the only way I'd know if I was doing it is if I was awake and woke up and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm trying to go to Burger King. So maybe that's all it is. Maybe I'm just trying to just go get fast food. It's harmless, but not because if you're driving a car and you're asleep, Probably not a good thing. So, I will, um, I'm going to talk to you guys next week. I will talk about the Leprechaun movies. I will, because tis the season. I have such a love for the Leprechauns, which we'll get into next week. Us is coming out. That'll also be a podcast. There's, guys, there's lots coming up. I hope you're as excited as I am. If not, uh, I'm just kind of a dork. I don't know. But I, I appreciate you listening. I'm sorry it's been so long for those of you that care. Uh, I, like I said, I haven't really watched all that much. Uh, I don't know. But I, I will, I will continue to watch more. We'll, we'll keep talking. Um, I, I'm really trying to, one thing I want to do is print out some business cards for this podcast and, cause I go in a lot of gas stations for work and just like throw shit around there and fucking take a shit and be like, Hey, listen to my podcast. It'll be dope. You may like it. I don't know, but thank you. Thank you for listening to the booze and bruise edition of boogie night. Y'all stay well, stay woke. All right. Peace.